Is Kevin Durant overrated as a scorer? Yes, in my opinion he is. But how can a four-time season leading scorer, with one of the highest points per game averages both in the regular season and in the playoffs be overrated? Here's my take. For a player to be overrated, he doesn't need to be bad. Even the greatest can be overrated, and this to me is the case with KD. While I still consider him as definitively one of the greatest scorers of all time, I think that his size, way of scoring, and certain performances throughout the years, taken out of context, make the general NBA fandom to rate him higher than he should be rated. So today I will dispute two narratives that have been built around KD and his scoring ability. Number one is that he could be considered the greatest scorer of all time, and number two, that he is quote-unquote unguardable. Starting with the first, KD being the greatest scorer of all time. This is really an easy one. Durant can't be the greatest scorer of all time simply because Michael Jordan exists. His airness has 10 scoring titles to KD's 4, he averaged more than 30 points per game 8 times to KD's 2 times, in the playoffs Jordan averaged 33 points per game to KD's 28 on better efficiency, and has had only one season in the playoffs where he put up under 30 per game, while Durant has had only 3 campaigns to put up more than 30. And this is not an Allen Iverson situation, where AI was scoring loads but inefficiently. Jordan scored more than KD, on at least the same efficiency or better. Yes, KD is definitely the better 3-point shooter and a slightly better free throw shooter. But MJ was the better driver, better finisher, better in the mid-range, had much better footwork and let's face it, was much more tenacious. So what, so what Durant shoots better from 3 when at the end of the game their field goal percentage is the same but Jordan brings you more points. MJ has more than 200 more 30 points game than KD, more than 100 more 40 point games, 22 more 50 point games and has 4 60 point games to KD's 0. To me this was never an argument, but I hope some of these numbers confirm why I think that it's ludicrous to even consider KD as the better scorer than MJ. And while I won't dive deeper into comparisons with other players, I wanted to throw a couple of names whom I would take in front of KD every day of the week scoring-wise. Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal, Steph Curry. All of them to me are either more reliable, more dominant, versatile, or simply have a greater scoring legacy than KD. It's still a great company to be a part of, but Durant is definitely not leading the pack. The next narrative I will dispute is that KD is unguardable. To me the definition of unguardable is a player who have proven to be able to score when they're the focal point of the opponent's defense and is being double-triple team regularly without diminishing their efficiency a lot under their average one, especially against great defensive teams. It's a player that performs against any defense, no matter if you throw Patrick Beverly or Kawhi Leonard at them. Recent examples of unguardable players are Luka Doncic in the series against the Clippers. They would throw absolutely anyone at him and he would end up getting the bucket. Yanis in 2021 when there, was any, there wasn't anything opponents could do to stop him. Or Steph Curry last season when he was dropping over 30 per night despite being triple teamed for the free throw line. I should make a slight caveat. Every NBA player has bad games. These guys are not robots. So even starting with saying someone is unguardable is obviously a wild take. Even MJ has had his fair share of problems against defenders like Gary Payton for example. And that is why I wanted to prove that Kevin Durant is anything but unguardable. He's been stopped before on numerous occasions. The first example happened a few months ago. KD recorded one of his worst playoff series against the Boston Celtics, undeniably a great defensive team. Durant looked shook for the first three games, as he put up 23, 27 and 16 on 36% shooting. And in the third game he only took 11 shots. 
Jason Tatum was his primary defender for the series, and for example in game 2 limited him to 0 points when guarding him. Tatum is a great defender, very strong and with long, long arms. Performing poorly against him is not a sin, but maybe it is when you're considered unguardable. KD struggled with double teams and the Celtics' physicality and was stopped from having a more serious impact on the series. And just so it doesn't look like I'm blindly hating on him, Nets coaching in that series was atrocious and the lack of adjustments from Steve Nash definitely didn't help KD. But here's an interesting one for you, the 2016 NBA playoffs. Kevin Durant's last year with the OKC Thunder was a wild one, as the team had him and Russell Westbrook who was one of the best players in the league at that time, so the team was good, they had Serge Ibaka, Andrew Robertson was a great contributor, Steven Adams, but they definitely lacked depth. The established narrative is that KD left OKC because of Westbrook's poor playmaking, and history has been twisted to the stage where people look at those days and think that Durant was the high efficiency scorer pulling the team forward, while Westbrook was the inefficient chucker wasting KD's potential. However, when we look at the Thunder's game log from the 2016 playoffs, out of 18 games, Kevin Durant shot higher percentage than Russell Westbrook 8 times. The Brody shot higher field goal percentage than him also 8 times, and in 2 games they shot the same. Granted, KD's percentage overall is higher, no one is making the argument that KD is not in a different league as a scorer than his previous teammate. But this just shows that even in those playoffs, Durant was not unguardable. He had 8 games of shooting 40% or less, including game 5 and 6 against the Warriors. 8 games under 40%. He would still put big numbers just because he shot a lot. But these are not performances of an unstoppable player. And the last example I will provide trying to argue that KD is not quote-unquote unguardable is the 2013 playoffs, and more specifically the series against the Memphis Grizzlies. Again a slight caveat, OKC lost Russell Westbrook in the first round of those playoffs due to an injury, and KD was now the only certified star on the roster. He played great in the first game, willing his team to the win with 35 points on 50% shooting, and followed up with 36 points on good efficiency in the second game while losing it. A decent performance in another loss in game 3 led to game 4, where KD scored 27 on 37% shooting, but that game went to overtime, where Durant missed all of his 5 shots. This wasn't a lopsided series where KD was the only one holding the OKC alive. It was a close game where an unstoppable player would have not missed all of their 5 shots. And that leads us to game 5, at home, where Durant in a 4 point loss shot 21%, 5 of 21 from the field, scoring only 2 of his 21 points in the 4th fourth, fourth quarter. All of his misses in the 4th were inside the field, around the free throw line, including a game tying shot where he was 1 on 1 with the defender. My conclusions are that Kevin Durant is indeed overrated as a scorer. He is still one of the greatest to ever put the ball in the basket, and I love watching him play, in fact I can't wait to see him on this iteration of the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris healthy, and with the addition of Royce O'Neal and TJ Warren. However, he is definitely not unstoppable and unguardable, and there are tons of series in games that can prove that, especially big pressure situations outside of the Golden State Warriors. Let's see if I can be proven wrong in the rest of his playing years.